This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. I'm talking with Catherine Lamba today about her article on Shigella sonii and their previously unknown production of Shigatoxin. Catherine is an infectious disease epidemiologist with the California Department of Public Health. Welcome, Catherine. Thanks for talking with me today. Thank you, Sarah. So tell us about shigatoxins. What are they? Well, shigatoxins are a group of toxins that can cause human cell damage and cell death. They're typically produced by two types of bacteria, known as shigatoxin-producing E. coli, and a specific type of shigella, known as shigella dysenteriae serotype 1. What effects do shigatoxins have on a person? Shigatoxins can target certain cells in the human gastrointestinal tract, kidney, and central nervous system. This can result in bloody diarrhea, or in some cases, a potentially life-threatening complication known as hemolytic uremic syndrome which includes destruction of red blood cells and kidney failure. Young children are at highest risk for hemolytic uremic syndrome. What's the difference between shigatoxins and shigella? Shigella are bacteria that can cause a diarrheal illness in humans. Typical symptoms of shigella infection include diarrhea, which may be bloody and accompanied by fever, nausea, and abdominal cramps. There are four species of shigella bacteria, Shigella sonii is the most common species found in the United States. Shigella dysenteriae is more common in developing countries and is the only type of Shigella that is usually known to produce Shigatoxin. What was unusual about the Shigatoxins you investigated? What was unusual was the type of bacteria that were producing the Shigatoxins rather than the toxins themselves. In the United States, Shigatoxin-producing E. coli is the most common bacteria that produces shigatoxin. In our investigation, we found patients who were infected with Shigella sonii that were producing shigatoxin. This has rarely been seen before and has not been previously documented in the United States. What were you looking for? Well, since this particular strain of Shigella was new to California and to the United States, we didn't know where it was coming from why people were getting infected, or whether the illness it caused would be any different from a typical Shigella infection. In our investigation, we wanted to describe the characteristics of the infected patients and determine if they had anything in common that would identify the source of their infection. Since shigatoxins can cause severe gastrointestinal disease, it was important to document the signs and symptoms that infected patients reported and monitor for any severe outcomes, such as hemolytic uremic syndrome, that are not usually found with a typical Shigella sonii infection. And what did you find? Well, we monitored for patients with Shigatoxin-producing Shigella infections in California from June 2014 through April 2015. During this time period, we found 56 patients from California infected with the strain of Shigella. Overall, we found that patients had a diarrheal illness typical for Shigella sonii infections, and the good news is that no cases of hemolytic uremic syndrome were identified. However, more patients reported having bloody diarrhea than we expected for a Shigella sonii infection. We were not sure yet if this was because of the presence of the Shigatoxin. 
We also found that some of the first patients reported a history of travel to Mexico or contact with a sick person who had traveled to Mexico. However, none of the recently identified patients had traveled outside of California. This means that this new strain of Shigella was being transmitted within California. Should we be worried about this new development? And also, how do these new strains occur? We don't know yet whether this new strain will cause more severe disease in people who are infected. People should be aware that it is circulating in California and has the potential to spread in the United States. Healthcare providers, laboratories, and public health officials should monitor for its spread and any severe outcomes in infected patients. The genes that code for shigatoxins are generally carried by bacteriophages, which are viruses that can infect bacteria. These bacteriophages can transfer the shigatoxin genes back and forth between different types of bacteria, such as Shigella and E. coli. This new strain of Shigella we found in California could have also been a result of gene transfer from other bacteria. The laboratory investigation is ongoing to determine how shigatoxin expression became present in the Shigella sonii bacteria in California. Are there tests that identify shigatoxins? Yes, there are several different types of laboratory tests that can identify shigatoxin. These tests need to be performed on a person's feces sample and can be ordered by a healthcare provider. Cultures are needed to figure out which type of bacteria is actually producing the shigatoxin, whether it was E. coli or Shigella, for example. And how is this kind of infection treated? The treatment may depend on which type of bacteria is producing the shigatoxin. In the United States, shigatoxins are still most commonly associated with infections due to shigatoxin-producing E. coli. Antibiotics are generally not recommended for the treatment of these types of infections, since studies have shown that it may increase the risk for hemolytic uremic syndrome. Although antibiotic treatment generally is not essential for Shigella infections, patients may be treated with antibiotics since they can reduce the severity and length of illness. However, we don't have enough information to know what the recommended treatment would be for patients infected with shigatoxin-producing Shigella sanii. Are there ways people can protect themselves from getting infected? We believe this new strain of Shigella spread the same way that typical Shigella bacteria are spread. A person can become infected by consuming food or liquids contaminated by the feces of an infected person. Someone can also become infected by direct or indirect contact with an object contaminated with feces from an infected person. Some examples of how this can occur include not washing hands properly after changing an infected child's diapers, exposure to the feces of an infected person during sexual contact, or swallowing untreated, contaminated recreational water. To prevent transmission of Shigella, people should wash their hands with soap and water carefully and frequently, especially after using the bathroom, after changing diapers, before preparing foods or beverages, and before eating. Thank you for talking with me today, Catherine. Catherine Lombaugh is with me today discussing her study, Shigatoxin 1, Producing Shigella Sanii Infections, California, United States, 2014 through 2015. You can read the entire article in the April 2016 issue online at cdc.gov eid. I'm Sarah Gregory for Emerging Infectious Diseases.
For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.